0: One of the biggest obstacles artists face in the music game is access. Getting access to the people that can make it happen or access to the information and resources you need to get to the next level. That's the key. That's why you need two of the biggest in the game on your side. Introducing J.R. McKee. Okay, so Princess, mm-hmm. boom. an uh, artist comes to me, right? Or you, I'm sorry. Artist comes to the producer, or the video commissioner comes to the producer. My budget is $10,000 for this video. How does that break down as far as the director gets X? the producer gets Y, we put X amount into the video, like how, like what's a, what's a normal breakdown? Now, again, for a <laughs> new producer, because I know Princess, yeah. she's taxing. <laughs> <laughs> but for a new producer, how would that break down?
1: Um, so when I'm building out my budgets, I like to one, see what my director wants. Mm-hmm. Like I always ask people for their best and their worst. Like, Mm. what 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 do you really want and what are you willing to take? Yeah, because I also want to make sure that people's hearts are in the right place when they're going into a project. I never want to hire someone who's like gave me a discount, but is telling me the whole time they gave me a discount. (laughs) You didn't give me no discount. You gave me stress. Oh, my God. And I ain't got time for that either. So um, I ask the director and the DP what their rates are, first and foremost, and what's their bottom line. Mm -hmm. So I take those into consideration. Then after that, I start building out everything based on the treatment that's given to me. So say, so yeah. for instance, you gave me a treatment, and you like, I want to have this uh, house party, but I want to have this red Cadillac outside with a bunch of girls, and yeah. you know what I'm saying? And then I want to do X, now Y, I'm Z. Now, sexy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm thinking, well, how many girls you want? Right. That cost, you know. I got to talk to my casting director, or I'm gonna do the casting myself so I can save you some money, right? because yeah. We only got ten thousand, so. Uh-huh how much each girl most most video girls are making between low end 150 mm-hmm. and then super high end a thousand but right in the middle is about that 400 to 500 yeah. so i'm yeah. like you want some really bad girls or you, right. want, you, some, want, or you want you
0: want somebody from the block yeah Which one? <laughs> you, want, you want
1: quality or <laughs> quantity you got to tell yeah. me so we have those creative conversations so i could put numbers to it so then you want this red cadillac okay we only need it for two hours because I, I ain't got four hours. We ain't got four hours. Yeah, money. we ain't got four. We yeah. got 10K. That's
0: it. That's <laughs> exactly. all we got. So
1: I'm going to get it for two hours and I'm going to put that on the line. Yeah. You want it at, You want a house party. So what kind of house you want? Do you want an upper middle class or you want a mansion? Right. Because that's going to dictate budget too. Right. So I have those creative calls with everybody and then we start breaking it down, you know, because you may, you may have said I want a mansion and I don't want just a Cadillac. Like, I want like... I want a, a Bentley or something instead. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then I take it down to you. I'm like, well, the Bentley costs, you know, $2,000 an hour. You know, you're like, ooh, I'll do the Cadillac. That cost 400 You know what yeah. I'm saying? So we we start having those creative conversations and then we make it realistic. What yeah. can we really afford? But it's still got to look good at the end of the day because that's the only right. pe- thing that people care about. So we find a common balance, but everything has a dollar price attached to it, Right, whether it's the girls, whether it's the cars, whether it's the houses, whether it's the wardrobe you got on, whether it's the light fixtures, whether it's the camera we use them, you know, right? It, that's all the dollar I, price.
0: I completely. So so let me ask you this. So like, how does the producer get paid? Like, are they taking a percentage? Are they having like a flat fee?
1: It depends. Like yeah. when I first started, I was doing flat fees just because right. Um, and I was doing flat fees, honestly, depended on what we really had in budget yeah. you know sometimes i would if it was more so like a, a artist that can build my name then i may just take a lower cut just because i knew that yeah. it just looked good on my resume my website or whatnot right. am my real so it just depends but nowadays like most producers and we take a percentage yeah um so our fee is usually or we do a daily rate um yeah. that's a flat fee, but that's for pre-production um production and post right so we're we're usually on a project for like eight to 20 days you know yeah. so and we're getting a daily flat fee or you could take like eight to 12 percent, depending yeah. on if you're in commercial music video world or whatnot
0: right got you okay so listen i don't know if y'all have been taking notes but you have messed up severely if you didn't just write down the blueprint to how to be a producer in the music industry <laughs> you know what i mean that's the blueprint so look so now that we've given in the blueprint let's get back to talking about princess okay all right let's so princess t- tell me this you told us your first experience in producing Mm -hmm. at what point did you take this serious like this is my business this is my bread and butter like give us give us some of that that mindset and and that moment when when you started to do that
1: um honestly at that moment like Mm, once he told me what I was yeah once he told me what I was and I realized what I did I think a lot of people forget to like look at our accomplishments we just start working 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 yeah but then when i sat back and i looked at why he said i was a producer after like reading in on it i was like oh i'm claiming that shit like yeah. that's what i am yeah and from that moment on. yeah from that moment on i was like oh i'm a producer like yeah. so everybody i talk to i'm a producer and a casting director what right you, you want? threw it in the bio do <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it like, in the bio <laughs> producer slash
0: casting director
1: yeah and um yeah I, and then I took it seriously and luckily I teamed up um with um this um Afrobeats um director named Patrick Ellis he had just moved to mm, the U.S. he just yeah. moved to Atlanta and someone referred me it was a makeup artist that actually referred me to him he's like the number one shooter in Nigeria in Nigeria and I might had, need
0: him I think I think Manny Wells is on here right now oh yeah Manny, you know,
1: P- yeah. Manny probably know Patrick yeah but, I might uh, need her for that one no, okay seriously so when he came to the states I was like when she told me about him, I was like, yeah, I know him. It's literally Patrick Ellis and Clarence Shot That's the only two that we knew at the time. Yeah. And so he had just moved and I was like, yo, I'm doing all his videos. So she set up the um, meeting and I did all his videos. So I worked with every Afrobeats artist before before they was, before Americans cared really about Afrobeats. But I was with... I literally was with Yemi all the day. I was with DeVito. I was with Scales. Yeah. I was with Fino. Like all yeah. of these heavy hitters. Like I was doing all of these videos. Stuff.
0: Yeah, and that's it's, it's a it's a huge diaspora. I'm saying mm-hmm. that right? Come on, <laughs> talk to me. It's you know a, a Yeah, it's a huge diaspora in Atlanta. Like it's it's insane. Like I, I, one of my ex was Nigerian, mm-hmm. and so Wizkid had a concert. Mm-hmm. And this is like 2012. This is 10 years yeah, ago. Yeah. Um it was at uh uh Velvet Ro- what was it what? Velvet Room? Oh, it was yeah, at Velvet yeah. Okay, Room. Yeah. yeah, it was at Velvet Room. That's what my first moved to yeah. in like A couple of years man. And so Velvet Room hold like 1500 2000. Man, when I tell you the whole thing Packed mm-hmm. out All Nigerians People don't know Singing Wiz Kid yeah. Word for And it's 10 it's a, years ago This is way a, for Essence And uh, yeah. now y'all know them Exactly But this <laughs> 10 years ago They singing Wiz Word for Word 2000 and mm-hmm. that thing yep. So the diaspora is here So you was working With all them back yeah, then Yeah I was And it was
1: like This is probably like 2015, 2016 Yeah And it didn't It didn't pop until like 2018 when people Started taking like Notice of like Oh yeah. it's cool to be African again You know what I'm saying yeah. Yeah. But I was working with all of them and I'll tell my friends and I'll tell people I'm like, Yeah, I done posted this video and they're <laughs> like, Oh, that's cool, it's colorful. Who is this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Y'all don't know, you know, but these are people that I knew, you know. Yeah. You know, I knew their music. I danced to it at every Nigerian party. So yeah. I was like happy about it. I was telling my parents and they still don't know what I do, but I was like, yo, oh I God. made this parents <laughs>
0: tap in. Tap in to your daughter. Yeah. So, okay, so so you working at who was the first big person that you work with in, in your eyes it ain't gotta be in the world eyes. Like who was the first person that you was like, yo, like, Oh my God.
1: Um, Dang. That's a hard one. Cause I, I, I guess in the Afrobeats market, I would say DeVito. Like once yeah. I had him in a V, I was like, okay, I've yeah. arrived. And then American, um, I would say, um, when I started working with the aunties and Tiana Taylor, yeah, like I yeah. did. I worked with them for two years and did every all of her videos and yeah. all of the videos she directed when she yeah, first started yeah. the aunties. So
0: that's crazy. Like so, obviously we all know Tiana, a legend. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, a, a living, walking legend. Hey, Jr. McKee here. Listen to all of my artists, managers, and executives. It's time to evolve into the streaming business. I'm the number one streaming executive in the industry with over 30 platinum and gold records in the last two years alone. I've been teaching everybody how to do what I do. So if you're interested in breaking through in the streaming business, Go ahead and enroll in my masterclass to join my stream team community. The links in the bio. Or visit our website, thestreamteam.club. Y'all know what's going on, man. It's your big homie Boom Man checking in. Authentic Empire's own CEO. If you want to set up a meeting, you want to rock with the team, you want to get heard? All you gotta do is log on to www.authenticempiremg.com or text the number four four eight five seven zero zero four zero. Let's get it booming. I want to ask you one question because you you sparked my interest a second ago. Okay, what would you say is the biggest difference between working with African Afrobeat artists and American? Like as far as even how they treat you, like it's like what are, what are the differences between those two on set?
1: Um, I think that with Afrobeat artists. I, I was the, I was their sister already, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and it was a different it was a r- different respect level just because of my last name.
0: Yeah. So I think like they yeah. already
1: just saw me as family. It was easier to infiltrate. Yeah. In that sense, where it was like okay, or and then the money was different too because they're the type to just carry it. And yeah, like, they just got it is, on them. Yeah, that's not what we do. I don't want to carry ten thousand in my hand right now. Yeah. Can you put it in my bank account? Um. So that was a little different, but um. And then American artists, I think they uh, had more people around them. Mm,
0: at, at bigger that, entourage. I got to let these crews yeah. <laughs> go. Come I think, on. yeah,
1: it was a bigger entourage, and it was also um, a bigger business structure, too. Mm, you know, it was yeah. a couple more hoops that I had to go through versus me just being like, let me just text yeah. this person and just, you know.
0: Got you. Yeah. So it was it, it was more red tape with yeah. the Americans, more people around.
1: But I think also it was because they, you know, they had, like, the record label's, was already right, in, in place. place. Yeah, you know, yeah. they knew what they were doing. Like, yeah. and Afrobeats was still trying to figure it out at that time. So it was like. Are, was are
0: like, you tapped in now to Afrobeats? Yeah. Like, super tapped in? So, so let me ask you, um, Nigeria wise, mm-hmm. right? what's the main things like how are they receiving their music like are they big youtube or like how are they receiving like you know here we spotify apple music what they what they have going on over there so youtube is big they have different
1: stations that still play so you know like when we used to have 106 in park and yeah. you know fuses the sub- Play videos from morning to night, and MTV used to really play TRL mm-hmm. and all that. They're just—that's what it is down, back home. Yeah. Like they're—they have you know countdowns and stations like that. Wow. But so
0: they still, so it's a little Bow-wow over there somewhere yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm, I'm coming to sign you, little Bow-wow <laughs> where, wherever you are in Nigeria. J R McKee <laughs> is coming. I need that little Bow-wow check. J D at all right.
1: But they're also very big on social. So like, yeah. cause if you notice now, Afrobeat's mm-hmm. movement, like dancing is what right. drives it so TikTok and Instagram Reels and all that stuff yeah. they're really big on that side too and of course YouTube so yeah. I mean they use all avenues but I know dance has really helped afrobeats Beats grow gotcha so, and, and it's literally a cultural
0: thing everybody right. got rhythm
1: everybody yeah, know how to do some footwork
0: nah, they must not got rhythm in Cameroon not, I, don't, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> All right, so wait, somebody asked in the live, because we are live right now. Somebody asked in the live, can you kind of give us details on that red tape? And like you said, you had to jump through extra hoops.
1: Yeah, so you have, you know... Their day-to-day manager, you have their regular manager. Then you have yeah. the the rep from the label. Then you have the commissioners. So you have to talk to all of them. And then after you're talking to them, then you know um, the commissioners get you over to um, who's going to release the funds to you. You have the contracts you got to go through. So
0: it's a you know versus Vers- versus the Africans that had the ten in the, yeah, in the hand. Yeah, they'd be like, all right, here, all right, the here 10. you go. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Take the ten, and if you got some left over, it's yours yeah. still. You know what I'm saying? So you keep, know, keep I still the extra got,
0: sister. Yeah, yeah, I'm like,
1: yeah. even, yeah, and even like, you know, just understanding the system mm-hmm. when it comes to doing videos, like we have to do a full rap book and dictate how much and how much we spent and why we spent it. So, yeah. you know, even wrapping out your production is a lot of work, too. You know, mm. it doesn't stop after we film it. We go into post-production then after post-production, we got to rap and then we got to make sure we got our money, you know, yeah. in the back end because we're not getting paid the entire video price. You know what I'm saying?
0: I think you said you went to school for for finance? So I went to school for accounting. Accounting. Mm -hmm. Because this sounds like it involves a good amount of accounting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I always tell people like when I first started learning how to produce like the number side of it, I always tell people I learned to get away from Chase. Chase, yeah. I don't know if you know who Chase Walker is, but he's country way. Yeah, name. I know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, Southern bread. Yes. Come on now. <laughs> oh Talk yeah, strength. you gotta know. <laughs> yeah. So
1: yeah, so Chase was like the first person, like I, Chase was somebody who, he did videos, he he would direct or whatever, and he'd just yeah. call me to, to come dance. He, I'd be like, 30 minutes is all I got. And he yeah. would be like, all right, I'm going to call you. Once we're about to start, you come in, you leave out. So he, we was like cool like that. And so when I told him I wanted to start producing and he was directing and producing all of his content, he was the first person to actually took me seriously. So yeah. he taught me like. Shout
0: out to Southern Bread, yeah. man.
1: So he like taught me the ghetto way to do stuff. Like on an Excel spreadsheet, just write it down. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like get a notepad, get an Excel spreadsheet, just write down your numbers and do that. But it's, it's, it's a lot different, you know, when you yeah. turn it into the label. But that's how I got started. I was just like, all right, I'm just write this stuff down. Like, just account for every dollar. If I got right. a receipt, I'm a, it's $81.41. Like, I'm going to account for every dollar yeah. and just make sure, you know, I could turn that in at least.
0: Now, let me ask you, because you big business now. You know what I <laughs> mean? You know what I mean? This is big business, right? So what type of help does a producer need? Like, who are you hiring? Like, who is your team?
1: Um, so, in the production office space, mm-hmm. you want to have um, a coordinator and a production manager, mm-hmm. um, and then maybe like an office PA or yeah. um, production assistant. So, yeah. that's what you want in the production office. And then, of course, you want to hire your ADs, and we hire directors and DPs Ooh. and all that Oof. stuff.
0: <laughs> Oof, hold on. Wait a minute. <laughs> Let slow down. I'm let's let's go back to the office. Okay. What? A, g- just give me like so, a one sentence of what th- each of those people do. So
1: the production manager and the production coordinator. The production manager is going to help you manage your processes. So mm-hmm. they're going to um, over. They're going to look over everything that you were doing as far as numbers, making sure that those are tapped in. Yeah. You know, if you got quotes that came in, they're going to make sure that they're communicating with our vendors. Um, they're going to make sure anybody that you wanted hired is hired or you know you could possibly help to, they can either negotiate or you can as far as yeah. the rates go um so they just really help manage the processes right. and then the coordinator is going to be the one that's talking helping Is yeah. all about. and they're, I mean, they're helping the production manager yeah. coordinate everything so like if we've put a time frame on something or if we wanted to you know have a conversation with our crew they're going to be the people who are you know the first point of communication for them okay. So that is, you know, we just kind of, we put the red tape there. So I'm I'm the last person that needs to be. You know, big business. Whatever. (laughs) Big business.
0: You know how we (laughs) coming.
1: But yeah, so we have those. And then office PA, same thing. They're just, you know making sure they communicate everything effectively to the team making sure that emails are being sent deal memos are being sent um ndas are being signed making sure yeah. all the paperwork is is tidied up for the office Okay,
0: now 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 you stepped out the office and okay good give me the outside office
1: so um there's a lot of people but i i would just say the, the department head so we have yeah. our ad which is our uh, assistant director mm-hmm. and they are the, per- the person our first ad they deal with the scheduling, right, mm-hmm. of the of the of the um, the shoot or whatever or the film. So I work heavily with them because, like I said, we manage time and money. So the yeah. time aspect comes from the schedule. So we talk we talk to the ad heavily to make sure that whatever their decisions they're making yeah. on the schedule makes sense with the money that we're spending. So yeah. if I have an ad that sends me a schedule and they're saying we're gonna go, we're gonna start here in the podcast room and then we're gonna go outside and then we're gonna come back here in the podcast room, yeah. I'm gonna be like, why? Why would we do that? Why didn't we just shoot everything that we needed to shoot in the podcast room, wrap this out and then go outside? Then go
0: out right, right.
1: No point for us to stay here. Right. Now I'm paying extra money. You know what I'm saying? So me and the, me and the AD really have yeah. those deep conversations to understand how our flow is going to be. Right. Um. So, and then they have a second AD who helps them helps as him. well. And they, second AD folk, focuses more on um, the talent. So yeah. in music video world, the first AD is going to deal with our A team, which is our, our first, you know, yeah. our first team. Um, and then the second AD is going to deal with like our background extras and all that. Um, we have our gaffer yeah, who is over our lighting. Right. Um, So they're going to dictate what lights we need to use, um, for us to get what we need. And then our key grip.
0: And and, and they working with the DP. Yep. They work heavily with the DP. Yes. Okay. You learned a little something.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And, um, then our key grip yeah. Um, so our they they basically build what we put lights on. Yeah. So they're gonna build those C stands and everything for us to put the lights on.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So that's our lighting team. We have our camera team, which is our k- operators, our first. Okay. AC, okay. Okay. Hold there. on. What yeah,
0: first? first? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I need everybody to drop the queen, the queen emojis <laughs> in the comments. I need some bombs going off. I need some burp. I need some, I need all. Give me. Give me some effects right now. Wait a second. I can't. Listen, real bosses in the building.